Bernie Van Til, BVT, is a writer, songwriter, actor, beatboxer, and rapper that brings a much-needed energy to the so-called Australian arts and creative space. Bernie has been seen on screens in Class of 07, Erotic Stories, and soon-to-be Swift Street. The Casting Guild of Australia come together to identify a group of extraordinary actors they believe have the potential to break out on the world stage the CGA Rising Stars. And we have the opportunity to chat with one of this year's recipients. BVT, thank you so much and welcome to the For Your Reference podcast. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) This is like my most anticipated interview. I've loved getting to proverbial know you and research about you. And there's there's so much in in the art that you create and you breathe into this world that I want to talk about and potentially the best parts of us that potentially are used in commercial spaces. But before we even even get to that, um, I guess I want to talk about the CGA Rising Star. First off, congratulations. And how how does it feel? Um, I I feel like, you know, I'm supposed to say it it feels like this I don't know. I, I don't really know how to articulate it, but it's kind of one of those things where I'm like, um, it doesn't feel real yet. I Therefore, it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think as soon as I step into the room uh, and just get a sense of the energy and everything, it'll it'll really sink in. Um, yeah, that that's kind of how I am, though, with everything, even when I perform. I'm very much like, well... This doesn't exist yet. <laughs> <laughs> and you, but you also seem like a very immersive sort of person. You're in the arts, you're in the creating of it. You want to accolade me? Cool, but I'm over here. <laughs> yeah, very much that. Um, I think, you know, accolades are, are such a an interesting thing because, you know, art art is is for expression, art is for, you know, storytelling and passing on. Um, cultural stories and and um, meaning, you know, and yeah. identity, um, and to receive accolades is such an interesting thing because it puts it in this competitive environment that makes it a little different. Um, yeah. But on the other hand, you know, it's nice to be seen. It's yeah. nice to put your representation out there, your culture, your identity, your intersectionality out there, mm-hmm. and it's nice for people. Uh, who have some sort of power or footing or or deep roots in the industry mm-hmm. to look at you and go, hey, this is great. This is really great. But creating the best art can be vulnerable as well, mm. right? You're putting mm. your whole pussy and your whole foot into it. Like, exactly. <laughs> there's a certain sense of exposure, and I guess it's also making sure you and everyone around you is also safe in the industry. Absolutely. Um, I'm very big on on bringing the fam with me as well you know like I feel like like if you come from the village and it takes a village bring them with you yeah you know if you are one of the fortunate few to be able to burst the door down make sure it stays open yeah 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 we're keeping the door open just get yeah, it don't lock the fam <laughs> don't lock the fam yeah exactly <laughs> Um, well, because you've done so much and even leading to acting, you've done so much. But um, one of the roles that I want to spend a bit of time on is erotic stories. Mm. Um, because we we got like the screeners or like the SBS screeners 
And I think at the time they had only released a few episodes. So I was like, where's BVT? So I was, like, <laughs> I was watching like the Railway Hick one. All of them Gosh, were great. Stunning. Yeah, all, all of them are great. Um, and then it finally released. And then I saw your episode and I'm like, we need to talk about this. Especially, Let's talk like, about it. <laughs> especially, especially Cal and, you know, talking about, I, I can only imagine you brought your whole self to it. So I kind of want to understand, I guess, the sort of performance that you bring. Is it bringing a bit of yourself? Is it keeping sort of a distance so you can carry on the next day? <laughs> like, what is it like forming that? Because there was some realness in Cal's character. Yeah. Well, as my partner would like to say every day when I came home from shoot, she'd be like, Baja, shout out. Yeah, shout out, Baja. <laughs> um, she'd be like, babe, did you put your whole bussy into it or what? <laughs> I'm not watching unless you put your whole boost into it. I'm yeah, like, yeah. yeah, okay, you know, pressure's on. But it is a little bit of both. It's it's breaking down the common ground between you and the person you're portraying because mm. in actuality you should be telling the truth, whatever that means in that moment. You should be telling the truth. Otherwise, you know, the camera is so cold, it's going to see through that. Yeah. Um, and then by default, that's what the audience receives. So. You know, I feel like there are parts of Cal that I identified with, um, mm-hmm. still identify with to this day. And then there's parts of them that I feel like I've evolved from since yeah. being in my quote unquote fuckboy era. Um, <laughs> but, you know, like I, I think, <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I think. You're being method, you know. I was being method. Yeah. Totally. No, uh, <laughs> I think it's just like, you know, using primary experience and secondary experience to to break that down with with Cal and um also having empathy yeah. for your character is so important i think the moment you start judging who you're portraying you you lose the humanity in them and mm-hmm. then they just become this this intangible property that you're exposing and i don't really I don't really like that. I like to understand them a bit more and and bring some human to them. Yeah. Because, yeah, Cal definitely had some very human moments, I guess, if I'm being very generous. I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) A bit of backhand, yeah. Yeah, no, the rising is is fab, you know? Is it a conflict of, like, learning to love the character or is it you're just in it and this is how Cal would be? Both, you know, there were moments where I would read it and be like, what the fuck is this person doing? Why? Why? Oh, my God, this person's me. Why? You know? <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, well, I need, fuck, if I need to love Cal, I need to love myself. Um, mm-hmm. So that was a bit confronting at times. I, I, I've mentioned it before, and I mentioned it to our writer, um, Jean Tong, brilliant, mm-hmm. by the way. Um, I was like, bro, I feel so read by this script. I feel read. <laughs> down we all need a reading every now and then Let's yeah we, we need a humbling every now yeah, and then. yeah yeah a warning um, would be nice but, you know. <laughs> yeah thank you um yeah so it, it, it was it there were moments like that but other times I was like you know what I'm just in this and this feels this just feels like a fact of life and yeah I'm here and this is this is my job you know so mm-hmm. just carrying that out and carrying it through I think even the collection of roles that you have 
are all quite varied. You've got like, you know, big names like Class of 07, and then you've got something so insular and so personal and something that we don't really see on Australian screens in mm. erotic stories as well. Is that is that a blessing of just like roles that you're allowed or you're given access to audition for or what does it look like is it a conscious decision on I'm going to choose this sort of role I'm going to choose this sort of role yeah so it's really interesting um for for a long time my and I'm not complaining I love this um for a long time safe space open my (laughs) my typecast had been you know edgy chick chip on shoulder very likely queer um Mm -hmm. which you know is is me I guess so in many ways I'm just playing myself but I guess when it came to things like Cal and Class of 07, especially, I, I got to expand beyond that and introduce some other nuance um, and other facets that that are a part of me or other sides that I really had to dip into for the first time that I'd never experienced before. So with Tegan in Class of 07, um, I, I was actually cast in A Beginner's Guide to Grief at the time. And you're in the mix for Heartbreak High. Yeah, and I was in the mix I for Heartbreak I did my homework. You know. Oh, good, 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 <laughs> yeah, good on you. I love that. Um, yeah, so there was a lot going on and a lot of those roles were dramatic um, and that was what I was used to and what I'd played up until that point. And then the writer-director slash creator of Class of 07, Casey Anning, um, said in one of my callbacks, she was like, look, Bernie, we – we we need to just be honest with you. We love you and, and we want you and we understand there's so much going on for you, but drama is always going to be there. Good quality comedy isn't. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God damn it, you've sold me. <laughs> um, so I had to say goodbye to um, Beginner's Guide to Grief, which broke my heart a little bit, but I understood that this was an opportunity to – expand my comedic chops and Mm -hmm. um, provide a new face to the world as well. Um, And it was something that made me nervous, which I think is a good thing. If you're a little bit scared, it means you're about to be a little bit brave. Yeah. Yeah. I I was really thankful for that. And I'm glad that I, I, I did it. But you're like, you did it so naturally. Would you describe yourself as a funny person? (laughs) um I would describe myself as a goofy person I don't know like I feel like people who are funny my type of humor is quite witty um Uh and um a little bit silly but yeah I I I don't know I find that maybe I think I'm over the top if I'm trying to be funny but uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I don't know I make my partner laugh and Every day I'm like, ah, oh, I get to make the pretty girl laugh. I'm so happy. Yes, you know, I did something. Maybe I am funny, but yeah. I guess that's up to viewers' discretion if they think I'm hilarious or not. <laughs> you know? I think well, maybe we can hang out in person and kiki down together, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, because as soon as you turn up on the screen in class, so I'm like, we're in for a good time. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, I don't know how much you can talk about, but I would love to talk a little bit about Swift Street, or even the fact that Class of 07, like you have like legends that have been around in the Australian acting scene for ages. And yeah. Cliff Curtis gets all my kisses. Mm-hmm. Um, but what what was it like working on Swift Street? And I guess what can you say if you can say anything? I love Swift Street. Mm-hmm. I I feel 
almost emotional actually wow weird um I love it so much. It feels like a, a piece of home, a piece of family, a piece of community to me. And that's because it is, first of all, it's completely BIPOC run. Uh-huh. Um, you know, shout out Tigtera, our creator, writer, director for the first block. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have, you know, Black and POC people as strong lead characters Um that are telling very real stories with dimension or at least it looks like it from the trailer absolutely and it feels so good to come home is what Mm -hmm. it feels like it feels good to come home because I think if we're gonna say that this is truly a safe space I think the Australian industry is still not quite open yet yeah you know I feel like it's still very white. It's still very like, I don't know. Uh, I, I think I need help articulating this here, but I, I think or if I can, if I can assist, um, mm-hmm. the Australian industry kind of still feels like it needs to have a seat at your story and your life. Yeah. How I can I like we don't want to come to the table anymore. In fact, mm-hmm. it, it's not built for us. No. In it fact, you was. come be a guest at the fucking cookout, check out how we get down, check out what we're doing, what we're up to, and be a guest in our house for a change. Yeah. You know, wipe your feet before you enter our house for a change and and listen and, and understand that this is this is us, this is who we are, and we're phenomenal and we're beautiful and we're we're stunning and we deserve just as much screen time, just as equal pay, just as much accolades, just as much fun as Mm -hmm. everyone else that is already portrayed in this industry. And we can't be, and the the whole point about coming to our house, being a guest there and sitting at our table is that Mm -hmm. you're not writing the stories for us. You're not pigeonholing and stereotyping us into what you think our narrative should be because Mm -hmm. it's still backwards. It's still twisted. And so when I walked into the casting room for Swift Street, when we were doing our first ever table read and they had the um, pictures up of everyone's headshots, I nearly cried, bro, because I had to squint so hard to look for a face that didn't reflect my own people, you know, my community. It's a a recentering. It is. it, It was just... That's when the penny dropped for me. I was like, oh, shit, we're doing this? Mm-hmm. And I'm part of something so much bigger than than me, my career, whatever it is. This is, this is big. This is mm-hmm. a pioneering step towards a very positive future for other creatives in this industry that want to see themselves reflected in the faces they see on their screens. Absolutely. And if I like our collective ancestors, black, brown, indigenous people, mm. we've been storytellers. We don't need oh. you. We don't need harder, you harder. to tell the that stories. Part, that part exactly, yeah. exactly. Like you can come into the room, but you don't get a stage and you don't get a microphone, but you're welcome to bask in the glory yeah. of who we are. For sure. Just don't put raisins in the potato salad. It's fine. But you know. <laughs> yeah, those pesky Karen's, yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but um, we could we could talanoa for so many more hours, and I'm so glad we could Tokoni like come together and talk. But um, I guess 
summing up, because you do so much, this will technically already come out of the pre-saving, but shout out to God bless the trap. Is Bye. that the film? Yeah. Is is that the is that the music video that you were directing as well? You said in the yeah, yeah. So okay. I had a lot of help with that from Kate Cornish, who co-directed with me and shot the whole thing. But this is, I guess, my directorial debut. And um Hype I'm- Williams on the way, I see it. Hey, Andy <laughs> Rockwell on the way, I see it. <laughs> all right, all right. But yeah, this is a, a love letter to um another part of the my community and and the people that I love. So um God bless the trap was all I gotta say. It's it's gonna be fab. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for your time. And you really went there with me. And I really appreciate that as well. Thank you for holding that space. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Yeah.